Hey, hey, today <laughs> we talk. <laughs> we discuss how COVID's kicking our butt. That's what we got. I took a breath like I was going to do it, but I, I always, I, I'm not good at it. You're more of the carnival barker of the two of us. I would argue we're would not good argue? at it. <laughs> yeah. That it's that's terrible. That's true. Yep, that's true. Spot it's on, the, actually. It's the low point of every episode. <laughs> but I feel like I'm pot committed. So. Yeah. You're what? Pot committed? Yeah, it's a poker term. Oh. Like Where you get like too much money in there that you can't fold. Because it's essentially the same thing. Theory is sunk cost. Got it. Yep. That makes sense. You want to talk about economics for a minute? No. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about how awful this pandemic is just real quick. (sighs) (laughs) Those are my sentiments exactly. I, um, uh, yeah, I, you know. Okay. So I'm going to, I feel defeated, I think. We wanted to podcast tonight. No, we didn't actually want to podcast tonight. Because we are a little down, maybe discouraged, not getting a lot of space from anything, like from each other, from our children, um, not a lot of silence in the house. I'm sure parents out there, out there, I'm out sure parents, there, there, out there. <laughs> I'm sure parents out there, our listeners can relate that um, you may not be getting a lot of space right now either. Um, and we are sort of, like super lonely with people around us all the time. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. um, It sort of reminds me of the Stockdale paradox. Have you heard of that? No, is it an economic term? No, it was... um, I I might butcher this a little bit, but I'll be directionally correct. So, uh, I believe it was someone who was in... um, a prison camp or a military prison camp during Vietnam um, who got out and his last name was Stockdale. And he sort of coined the idea that the people who survived um, and made it through were the people who weren't too optimistic because the people who were too optimistic were like, I'm going to get out tomorrow. I'm going to get out the next day or, mm. you know, something like that. Yeah. And so they, their hearts just kept getting broken and they just eventually lost the will to, to sort of grind it out. Um, and persevere. And then on the other extreme, you had people who were just like, I'm never going to get out of here. And so they just lost the will to, to live, if you will. Yeah. And so they just couldn't make it through. And that, so there's like this middle ground of like being optimistic, but also realistic. Like I could be here a long time, but it's going to work out eventually. Yeah. Um, and I think that we are not in that sweet spot right now. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. Like we were joking a few minutes ago, we did an episode called COVID is kicking our butts, I think. Yep. And that was six months ago. Yeah. Like it is uh, essentially October now and we're still not. COVID is still kicking our butt. Exactly. Yeah. Like things have changed to some degree, but many things have not. Like our kids are home doing virtual school all day. Um, our offices are like sort of open, but really not a place we can go. It's just, it is. And so I, I feel like maybe we're hitting a wall where we thought things would be better and they're not, or we thought they'd be different and yeah. they're not. Yeah. I thought, I think 
I think I thought, I thought, I think, um, I think my expectation was that we would have, um, moved forward or progressed in some way. I think I put some hope in that. I think one thing that came up was that the school sent an email that, um, made it seem like we were going back to school, at least in a hybrid model, maybe by the end of October. And I realized how much stock I put in that because then we got a follow-up email saying, hey, that first email was confusing. Actually, what we're saying is you're not going back maybe till January of 2021. Um, I did not realize how my hopes were dashed until last week when we're going through the week and I just felt like, I don't want to, I don't want to do anything. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to pursue anything. I feel just sort of like everything's the same anyway. So who cares, you know? Yeah. And not in like a clinically depressed or like overly sad way, but just kind of like, ugh, (laughs) this feels like a wet blanket on us that we cannot get off. Um, So yeah, I think, I think you're right that, Stamina is produced by living in that gray area. I think, um, you know, like maintaining hope and saying at some point we will get out of this. And I would say that's what we're here for tonight, even though we don't really want to be podcasting or like alive and awake. <laughs> we just want to sleep. Well, I was just going to say, like, I think we feel discouraged as parents uh, right now because um, we're sort of just floating along. Like, I don't feel like we're really uh, pursuing anything in a significant way. I don't feel like we're really, like, um, progressing our kids very well or leading our kids very well because we're really exhausted and weary. And so podcasting, I'm like, ah, well, I think what people really need to know is, hey, we, I think we might all be hitting a wall, and um, that makes a lot of sense. You're not alone. You know what I would really want to be doing right now? Singing You Are Not Alone. You Are Not Alone. Oh, my gosh. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> I thought it was. So let's go to plan B. You know what I really want to be doing right now? Tell me. And pretty much all day, every day, I just want to be eating Lucky Charms or Magic Stars, the Kroger brand <laughs> ripoff, on our couch, like not thinking about anything. Yeah. I crave Lucky Charms all day, Rachel. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, some people are struggling with, like, real, like... Uh, real stuff. Real yeah. stuff. And my... Or what, what do you call that? Like, um... Addiction. Thank you. Real <laughs> addiction. And all I want to do is eat Lucky Charms. Yeah. So, can you unpack that a little bit? Like, it's not just the Lucky Charms, but, like, what are you no, really... it's just the Lucky Charms. <laughs> what are you really <laughs> wanting? Just, like, to do whatever you want to do. No. I mean, let's be honest. Like, the mixture of the sweet little corn... Oh, my gosh. And the marshmallows David. is, like, perfect... <laughs> What do you really want to be doing? Like, why, what? No, I do actually just think I crave, like, sugar feels like an ounce to, uh, um, I don't know, like, to not think about things. And, yeah, just sitting and not being bothered. I, that's what I found um, is you are definitely carrying more of the burden during the day of engaging with our kids' virtual learning um, I mean, they're somewhat self-sufficient, but like you, you're the one more often than me who's like popping in to fix problems or help them find something in their bag. Mom, I'm kicked off. Mom, I'm kicked off. And by Mom. kicked off, I mean I hit the exit button. <laughs> <laughs> or like they each have like a little filing thing that you put together for them or, or gave them, and they're sometimes they're messy because they take after their yeah. father. 
Um, and so like you'll help them with that. So anyway, like I just want to put that as ground level. It's like, I'm not doing nearly as much in terms of being engaged with our kids, but also at six o'clock in the evening, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to engage with my kids. Right. (laughs) Like (laughs) they're great. Like they've, they've been really troopers through this whole thing, but there's like something in me that just wants to not be bothered at all. Yeah. Um, and that is stronger right now than normal. Yeah, I think that points to something I feel as well. I don't want to eat Lucky Charms. I prefer Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ugh. Love it so Ugh. much. The um, only thing worse than a pandemic is a pandemic no. where I have to eat Cinnamon Toast oh Crunch. Oh my gosh, I love that stuff. Anyway, so it is not about the cereal, but it is this feeling like I, we are the sole caregivers. Like we are always on all the time. We're not getting a break from anything. So even like... I would say even when you're homeschooling, one might think, oh, you're on all the time. Like, But there are activities that you bring your kids to. There are play dates you bring your kids to. There, like, there is some sort of sharing the burden in some way, shape, or form through soccer, through friendships, whatever. And I think that's what's difficult right now is I feel like I am the one who has to be intentional all the time. I am the one who is on all the blessed time. And they never go to bed because we have a middle schooler who stays up until flipping all hours of the night. And then we have a younger child who gets up early. So they are never asleep. They're encroaching on both sides. On both sides. And so there's no real space. And I know like, oh, like the, the thing that goes through my head is, you know, you should have more structure to create space. You know, like you should put this in place or that in place. You should have a rest time and you should have TV time and you should have da 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 da. But the truth is, I'm still on. Like, I'm still um, like managing their rest time. I'm still managing where they're going in the neighborhood to play with friends or where they're riding their bikes or if they're wearing their helmets and blah, blah, blah. You know? Right. Um, so I just, <laughs> like, I'm just aching for someone else to be in charge just yeah. for a minute, and so we could just sit down and eat a bowl of cereal and not have to feed them something healthy <laughs> or ourselves. Well, that's the thing. is like we were joking this weekend about ways that we're bad influences, and I feel like if I was left to my druthers, I would be a terrible influence right now in terms of what I eat in front of them. Like all <laughs> I want are potato chips or Doritos, Lucky Charms, and <laughs> seltzer, which I guess seltzer's not bad for you, so that's good. But oh my gosh. Yeah, it's not, it's not, and then I'm like, yeah, eat a carrot to them, and I'm like, I don't want to eat a carrot. <laughs> I did eat a carrot today, though. I was yeah, proud of myself. Buddy. <laughs> I ate a carrot, and then I uh, washed an apple like two or three times, and I just never got around to eating it, so it's just still sitting on my desk. Cute. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh, man. Yeah, I think, yeah, we're tired. We're weary. We are guessing, if you're anything like the friends that we've talked to, you might be feeling weary and tired and like you're on all the time as well. And the thing we wanted you to know is that you're normal. And if someone's trying to tell you to do something different or like structure your time differently or put this or that in place, um, throw it out the window. Like... Get out of here. <laughs> I would say, like, work toward grounding your family. You know, like, if family dinner is what grounds you, like, try to implement that. Or if watching a movie together is what grounds you as a family, do that. If there's something that you can put in place to make yourselves feel grounded, do that. But just um, just know that you're not alone, and it's um, it's a difficult time. And maybe when we get out of a pandemic, then start putting all these structures and wonderful dreams in place. Um, yeah. 
It Oops. sounds a little discouraging to say all of that. I, I realize that. But. Well, I've, I have a feeling people are discouraged, and I, hopefully you're hearing us say that we are in a similar place and that that is encouraging and not that we're bringing you down from because you're on a high right now, a COVID high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're on a COVID high and you have some things figured out, could you just email us and let us know? <laughs> or don't let us know. <laughs> it's going to make me feel bad. I'm just kidding. Um, I was just chuckling because one of our kids at dinner today said that he thought he had the COVID laughter, like some sort of disease that made him laugh too much. And then we started laughing. He's like, see, you guys have it too. (laughs) And I thought that was great. Like, I would love to have the COVID laughter. I would too. And the other child... Uh, decided to sneeze all over the food in a significant way. And we were like, oh, my gosh. Like, it was impressive. It was. It was an impressive amount of mucus that he shot <laughs> across the table. So if you felt bad about your dinner tonight, it wasn't as bad as ours. <laughs> so be encouraged. Oh, man. I do hope this finds our listeners well and hanging in there. And, um, you know, let's keep on trucking together. Yeah. Do we have a stat of the week? We do. Let's do it. Stat of the week. All right, Rach. Rach. Hey, Dave. Why did you bring light bulbs over Because the break? <laughs> while you were looking up the stat of the week, I went and got a light bulb because apparently we don't know how to turn off lights in our house and light bulbs are just like popping left and right. Um, yeah. Can you look at the light in my office? This is maybe not the Wait, time to talk about it. What are we talking about? Oh <laughs> my just, gosh. It just doesn't work. And I couldn't get it to work today. Okay. And I have very little patience. <laughs> Let's do the stat of the week. <laughs> what is it? Wait, I need you to commit on air. No, you're, no. You're look at your own light. light bulb. That's what she said. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't no. make sense. Just <laughs> do the stat. Oh my gosh. You're just going so far south. Look at your own light bulb. <laughs> IRH. Dave. Um, we've been talking about how we feel like we're never alone. Yep. Because our kids are doing virtual school, and maybe some people listening can relate to that. So I found a stat of the week that is sort of tangentially similar, which is about how many young adults between age 18 and 29 are now living with their parents. Oh, like because of pandemic? Um, it could be because of the pandemic. It has risen since the pandemic. So, yes, that's driving some of the growth in it. Yeah, I would live with my parents during pandemic. Can you imagine living with your parents during a pandemic? No, no one with a family wants to live with their parents during a pandemic. I don't care who, how great I mean, your, parents your parents are great, and still, that would be a lot. Yeah, it would be. They would hate it. Um, all right, so what percentage... Of 18 to 29-year-olds in the U.S., do you feel do you believe are living with a parent right now? And this actually also includes people who are in like a dorm at college. They're counted as living with a parent. Okay. Uh, 40%. No. Is it lower? It has not been that low since like the early 2000s. Wait, what? 40%? It That was the low? I'm saying it hasn't been that low. The low in, in was 20 in, years. in the 1960s, it was 29%. That's the, okay. lo- that's the lowest in the last 120 years. Wow. Okay, so higher. <laughs> 85%. No, that's crazy talk. <laughs> I thought 40% was high. <laughs> I mean, do I have unfair expectations that our kids will never come back after they're 18? Um, I probably do. 
No. They probably feel that. We're going to need to pay for counseling. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a little bit misleading because the difference between 18 and 24-year-olds and 25 and 29-year-olds is huge. But okay. we're going to start with this number, and then we'll, we'll I'll, I'll drill down for you. Okay, great. Start it's, with that it's number. stats Just of the week, Just tell me the Rachel. number. <laughs> 52% as of July, up from 47% in February. Wow. So a lot of people, uh, which makes sense, young people have been hurt more by the economy. Many of them are more likely to be in um, industries like retail and hospitality that have been really hit badly. So this is the highest point um, since the Great Depression. Oh, interesting. It hit 48% around 1940 or so. And uh, there is a note, this is all according to some research from the Pew Research um, Center, there's a note that it might have been higher actually in the late 30s, but they didn't measure it every year. They measured it like every 10 years. Huh. So it was like pre-1940, so 1900, 1910, 1920, and 1930. It's in the low 40s, so like between 40 and 43%. Shoots up to 48%. And then post-war, it just starts plummeting. So 1950, it's 35%. 1960s, it's low. It's 29%. Huh. And then it starts steadily increasing, which is kind of interesting to me. So by 1990, it's 36%. And by 2000, it's 38%. Man. And then it's shot up um, over the last 20 years to 47%. That is interesting. I mean, I think there are a lot of factors that are playing into that right now. But um, And I think there are a lot of factors. Like, I think... Well, yeah, I think there are a lot of factors. I do also think that if I were single, um, I would move back home because I think it would be incredibly lonely yeah. to get through this um, I think that's right. single. So I am grateful that we have each other. Um, and so You just need slightly less of each other. Maybe less of each other. <laughs> like <nice>. 8% less. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I told you there's a big difference. So like 18 to 24-year-olds, it's like 71%. Um, and it's 25 to 29 year olds. It's less than half. That's 28%. So yeah, that, well, that makes sense to me, especially if you're including people in dorms and yeah. So you have like college college age kids and like two years out, two thirds of them are living with a parent. Yeah. seems a little high, but not that crazy high. Yeah. I agree. Um, and then you get to the late twenties and it's about a fourth of them. Yeah. Which is not that high. Yeah. Makes sense, man. So that's what I know. What a region of the, the U S do you think is highest? Northeast, Midwest, South, or West? Ooh, uh, South? No, wrong. Really? Wrong. West? No. <laughs> Northeast. There you go. Really? Yeah. Oh, and I wonder if the cost of living is more expensive. I'm sure that pushed people out yeah. back home. Yeah, I, I bet that's, that's about right. So mm. anyway, if you're feeling like this is hard, it is, <laughs> and we're with you. We're cheering you on. And if this has made you laugh or encouraged you at all, please go ahead and forward it to a friend. And you can always uh, rate us on the old Apple iTunes podcast app. Yep, yep. There we go. Rachel. Yeah. Thanks for putting up with me. And thank you for working on the farm. (laughs) Thank you for working on the farm. Check ya. (laughs) 